Warning, the following program is not for the weak-hearted. Those who are closed-minded, or in general, you're scared to learn what's behind closed doors. Here at Sapphire's Airplay, I want you to pour the wine. Grab somebody that you want to hold on to, or better yet, get the vibration stimulated through your body. Get ready for one hell of an orgasm in five, four, three, two, one. What is up all you sexy motherfuckers out there in Radio Land? It's your girl, Sapphire. And your fit and dirty girl, yes. And of course, we are back and it is my favorite month right now. We are in October. Yes. I mean, we know why it's your favorite month, yes. Hell yeah. When's our birthday? The 29th. Oh, shit. I know. So, um, I'm out yes in a second over here oh shoot okay it, it is the month of october so it's breast cancer awareness it's halloween but it's also the start i would say officially of cuffing season cuffing season has begun <laughs> and uh ladies and gents i i think our our girl yaz is is in the process of getting cuffed oh my god don't say that oh i'm, I'm saying it girl i done said it <sighs> i done said it now I mean, Maybe I have been spending extra time with this particular gentleman. Mm, she said gentleman. Uh, yeah. Dang, she, oh, she, she making it all sound fancy. She said gentleman. Oh so is this uh, the gamer boo? Yes, it is. Oh, okay, okay. So you and gamer boo are uh, you all doing a lot of gaming and 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 then some. Yeah, gaming and playing. Gaming yeah. and playing? Okay, okay. Stakes is high. Like, do you guys, like, say, you know, if I beat you in this round, like, you get some head, some shit like that. Do y'all, like, challenge each other? No, we don't challenge each other. We just, you know how we just switch controllers? Uh-huh. I hear it's your turn type of shit. Wait, he don't have a controller? Yeah, he do, but I we don't, we haven't battled each other. This is the reason why. Okay. I need to shorten my nails. <laughs> Because when I play fighting games, it's more you have to use multiple buttons and I push the wrong shit sometimes because my nails are too long. Oh, man. So I'm like... Same system, right? Yeah, PlayStation. Okay. Just not the same games. Oh, dang. Yeah, so I'd have to bring my games over, vice versa. But no, actually he can't because all his games are downloaded onto his system, so... Oh, snap. He's more space efficient, I guess you would say. Well, I mean, hey, that I like a man who's space efficient. You know, they that can come in many different packages and sizes. That man knows how to jam pack a night. It sounds like I see that you said jam pack a night. Jam pack a night. That's what <laughs> that's what he can be doing. Shit. I mean, he I'll he knows not so. to not to store up his drive too much. Leave space yeah. for fun. <laughs> so yes, cuffing season has begun and uh, it looks like Yaz is cuffed to a gamer. I guess you could say. Not all the way cuffed, but I guess cuffed. I have one cuff on. So you cuff, not it. Id. You're not cuffed. 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 It'll be like, y'all just making up terms now. Yeah, she is she. <laughs> no. Cuff. <laughs> no, no cuffed it in. I'm just one cuff. <laughs> I love it. Well, tonight. All we, I need is one cuff. Only one cuff for now? No full cuffs, no fuzzy cuffs? 
Are they uh, metallic or gosh. fuzzy? That's what I want to know. Shit. It's kind of fuzzy because I like the way his hair feels. Oh, hey. You braid his hair? Yeah. No, I just like to scratch his head. Oh, man. It's like one of those. It's just, I don't know. It's cute. Aww. But anyway, go ahead. Go okay. Ahead. Go ahead. This is the real reason why we're on tonight. Tonight, yes, wanted to talk about toxic relationships. Like, how soon is too soon to jump into another relationship after having a toxic relationship? And I gotta say, it's quite interesting because we put it on our Instagram the other uh-huh. night, and some of the responses that I got personally, I'm like, I, I mean, I, I was expecting people to be like. Oh, you know, give it a month, give it to some people are like, I don't fucking know. You'll have to tell me. And I'm like, I'm not the one to give you that because I don't do normal relationships to begin with. Like, I mean, for me personally, when I got out of my toxic two, uh, almost two year relationship with the girl, I said, fuck relationships after that. I was like, I'm going back to my whorish ways. And a lot of people resort to that situation. Mm-hmm. Putting I mean, herself out there too soon. Okay. Your situation was you went on the promiscuous route. Yeah, I went back to being promiscuous. And I, I like, made it a vow to myself to say, like, I'm never getting in another relationship. Now, fast forward, because this was, like, damn near five years ago, I've been kind of in a relationship for the past three years mm-hmm. it's been consistent it's been very consistent i mean things didn't start getting serious until we said i love you um this year but we've been seeing each other and of course the person i'm talking about is suit and tie um we've been seeing each other for three years and then i also have a girlfriend and this has been going on for nine months now Mm. so yeah I mean but again they're different type of relationships because we're poly my girlfriend's married Uh, suit and tie is poly as well so he has other relationships actually in fact Uh, yeah that was odd that that was the sound of his pipes a rustin he put on Uh. the hot water Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, everybody. I'm old not, school. Old school, right? Right? It's an old school house. I am not at La Casa. I am at his We're casa. We're both at our boo thing houses, you know. Oh, that's right. You are at your boo's house. Look at yeah. us. And it's having, like, podcast night on a boo night. Mm-hmm. It's so cute. On a work night. On a work night. It is my work night. She. Yes, we gonna get home soon. Oh, girl, I'm staying over tonight. Ooh. I was like, I, no, I'm. If I'm coming over, I'm staying over. Like, no, 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 no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get my cuddles in tonight. I hey. need that. But yeah, so the the whole like toxic relationship. We all have different like levels, you know, with the relationships. So for me, I guess you would say like I unexpectedly gave myself time to develop myself and seeing what I wanted after having a toxic relationship, which are you supposed to do? But I feel like, like some of the answers, one guy in particular, he said, you know, you should give yourself a year 
of not yeah, even I've talking. Yeah, I've gotten some of those too. Like getting a year. Someone said get a year in and not even like don't even like talk to anybody. Like don't even put yourself well, out there. That's kind of hard because when if you get lonely, like it that's does true. get lonely when you're used to having somebody there with you night by night, you know, and just some kind of type of companionship. Not it doesn't even have to be physical, right? So you can't really limit yourself like that because then you're gonna drive yourself nuts because you're gonna, you know, you, you need a refresher. You know, I would what? say six months. I would say you know, six. I would say anywhere between six months to a year. To be honest. Yeah. But also, and it was so funny. So I, I just got up with VH1's girl sh- uh, girls trip. And uh-huh. the girls were all saying, like, Lil' Kim came out in the open. She said, I haven't had sex in a year. And then one of the other girls said, well, it's been two years for me. And then Jenny Mai, the um, host of the reunion, said, you know, the problem is, is that people... You know, they think that sex is intimacy and it's really not. So when you give yourself that year or that six months, it's a cleansing thing. Like mm-hmm. you get jaded, you get jaded. And so people get lost with the whole intimacy factor. And I feel like even especially after a toxic relationship, you got to rebuild yourself up on what is intimacy to you. Well, when if you guys were in a, well, not you guys, well, somebody was in a toxic relationship, but it was already unraveling way before they met you. Mm. You know what I mean? So, like, mentally, they were not there in the relationship. It was just, like, physically, they were still there. Because, you know, that was somebody... You know, it was just a breakup to make up with their relationship until it really got bad. Yeah. So... What if they already had an interest in somebody else already? But I mean, it, yeah, it's normal for people for people if they know it's towards the end of the relationship. I think it's normal that people check out, but it's the whether or not factor of speaking out to be like, "Yo, this is not what I want in my relationship, and I need to get out of it." Mm-hmm. You know, that's what makes it toxic to begin with. Like the signs are always there. If you're yeah. not, you know, if you're not, of course not being intimate or maybe you're using the intimacy as a way to kind of like fix things but it's still not fixing the reason why you guys got together in the first place that's how you know it's like okay toxicity i need to get it away from me but so Mm -hmm. giving yourself that six months or a year some people get over them you know their relationships or toxic relationships within three months for me i'll be honest I got over my breakup, my toxic relationship, in a day. Yeah. I had fucked a guy a day later. But that was also me being like, well, shit, I was with a female for damn near two years. I was dick deprived. You wanted to see if you you liked it still, too. Yeah, that I was very, like, I did go through a point where I was kind of confused of what I wanted. I was confused. And I was like, okay, like Yaz just said, like I had to go and one, yeah, I needed to see if I was even remotely into the dick anymore. Two, it was just more of like I was dealing with a relationship that was borderline abusive. So I wanted to feel like 
loved, even if it was temporary. I wanted to know, like, am I good? Like, am I still attracted to somebody? Is, am I attractive to somebody? You know, am I still, like, banging enough to, like, get some? It was kind of like a boost. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's just everybody deals with their levels of toxic relationships and how to give out and get out of them. What about yeah. you? Like, how do you, like, usually for you, what's your time period, your time frame? Well, when I, my last relationship ended in 2009. Mm -hmm. So I've only, like, kind of, I guess you'd say dated. I've never had, like, a super, not super, but a serious relationship since my last boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And that was a definite toxic relationship. We were together for about five years. Damn. And it was just a lot of personal jabs at each other. Just he say, she say. It, it's, it was it's definitely ugly. I would say there's still that drama there if we ever, like, Oh, you guys still, down. like, you guys are still in communication? We're cordial in okay. Snapchat. Like, super cordial. <laughs> right. You know, those pipes are like, oh, shit. Right. <laughs> It was a bad it's, omen. It's just, it's just random cordial type of shit. But it's still tension. The breakup was never resolved in my eyes. Ooh. Like, it was just not resolved, but, like, it still hurt there. Mm -hmm. Not I'm not hurt no more, but there was a lot of hurt involved in our relationship. Would you say that because now you were in that toxic relationship and it it's been almost 10 years since you've been mm -hmm. involved with somebody like heavily. Would you say that's one of the factors as to why you don't want to jump into something? Or yeah, do you want to jump into something, but you just don't know how to heal from it? Part of me getting into the porn industry was that I didn't want to give my body to just any ass guy that didn't deserve me. That's a weird way of putting it. but You said getting like, in, not getting out. When I was got when I got into porn. Okay. When no. I got into the industry. Yeah, I'm what making you, this clear for everybody that they. Oh, because I'm like, what are you talking? About? I'm like, you confused me. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm making it clear for people out there. She's saying you got into into porn for one of those reasons. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So basically, I felt like I don't want to give it to any ass guy that's gonna brag about me, and you know, I knew I was a freak. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I knew I like I had a sexual appetite because I was in a relationship that felt like a marriage. You know, the only time we get freaky is if we make up from a from an argument or something like Ooh. like one of those. Oh, I'm trying to make sure she stay type of shit. So I'm going to do something like extravagant or something, you know, right. Some different. It, it's like that. That's just mind games. Yeah. And, and that's the toxic part. Like my ex knew how to manipulate mentally and it was like it was it was draining i bet and i refused to be with some kind of man like that again because like back then i didn't have like a voice i didn't know my personality fully i i just didn't know who i was yet so being on my own for those 10 years being single it helped me develop myself but then it also made me too comfortable being single. Really? Yeah. So where are you at right now? Like, now that you got Gamer Boo, 
And not saying, like, y'all want to get serious and all that. But have you both, like, talked about, like, hey, this is where I stand with relationships right now because of, you know, my past relationship. Like, have you guys talked about your past relationships? I don't want to talk about it just yet because I'm trying to get him to comfortable. We we just, he just got out of the relationship. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm kind of like, just seeing where his mind is at and and basically taking notes on my own to see if this is something that's going to last or if it's just something for the moment. Mm. Because I don't I don't want to like put everything into something and it might just be temporary. You know. That's always Not, the- I mean just, just being an honest truth, you know. And that's I mean there's nothing wrong with that. I mean Especially again, you're you're still working on yourself. Yeah. You know. He just got out of something which was probably bad. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, he's gotta figure out what he wants before he can bring something else to the table. And I think that's also why people get lost in it. Like, I don't understand. I have friends that like legit ooh, perfect example. Now, it's kind of like a there's a happy ending with it. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it doesn't always happen this way. A guy friend of mine, he had a fiance of two years. He cheated on her with a chick that he knocked up. Flash forward to now in 2019. This happened like, I think he was with the fir- the girl, like his first fiance from like 2016 to like 17, right? Mm-hmm. Flash forward. This motherfucker has two kids now with the baby mama that he cheated on with his ex-fiance. Married wow. her off of a one-night stand. That is a rare case where you can make something from a toxic breakup. Because that's like, you. there's no coming back from that. Right. Usually. And then now he has this happy ending where it's like, the girl that he knocked up is now his wife and they have two beautiful boys. Where I'm like, how? From being so toxic, like, first of all, it's like, how do you even come about with that to your current wife? Always like, it's always interesting when I hear about like, oh yeah, you know, I cheated on my one of my partners with my current person like wait what and they're cool with that and they knew about it and you make it work somehow like to me that's still level of toxicity right there yeah because it's too much back and forth because if you're already not happy in relationship a why would you want to bring b into it too that is true and then of course now you got C and D, which are the kids. Uh-huh. I mean, maybe they sought counseling. Maybe they, you know, kind of, like, talked it out to be like, look, I'm not going to go through this same episode if you're going to be a serial cheater. But also, I don't understand how people can go from one relationship to another and not wonder why it didn't work out for them. Like, what did they do in the relationship that didn't make it work? So how can they take the preventative steps to not bring that to the next one? Because that's the problem, too. People jump into another relationship 
and they're still doing the same shit that they fucked up on from the pre- from the previous. You know, not learning any lessons. Right. It's like a temporary connection. I don't know. It, it, it It's crazy to me. It makes no sense to me whatsoever. If you're a relationship <laughs> jumper like that. Like, I can't. Like, let me work on me first. Then let me decide what the fuck I want after a person. Because you can't. You can't bring that shit to a new relationship. Not everybody is your ex. And that's a problem, too. You can't base everything off of your last ex. Yeah. I think that's the biggest flaw. Yeah. Would you say that... I mean, I wish we had a guy on tonight to be like, okay, for me... You know how how we revisit stuff, you know, an update. We we might have to because... (laughs) It's all I I, I want to know when it comes to men from the men's perspective. Like, how do you go from a toxic relationship with a female to be like, OK, I'm ready to get back in the saddle and I know what I want now this time so that I'm not fucking it up with this chick. Because, uh-huh. again, us as females, I feel like there's a lot of females out there who take the whole I'm a be celibate for a year. I'm going to delete every dating app. I'm not even going to answer any DMs on my Instagram. And I'm going to work on myself. Whether or not the woman falls through with it, I mean, that's a whole different ass story. Right. There's levels to that shit. Uh, Very much. (laughs) There are some levels. And speaking of levels, okay. So I was looking this up. Because again, I'm not the greatest when it comes to toxic relationships. I'm not the greatest when it comes to relationships because I'm not a monogamous person. But when you start comparing, this is how you know your relationship in the get-go is toxic. When you start keeping score and tallies of shit that was done or not done, that's when you need to leave. I can't stand it when people try to pull up the receipts of like what you've done and what you've not done. Mm. But I would even say, okay, toxic relationships. I have gotten rid of so many friends in the past two years because yeah, it's all been toxic. Really don't have don't have to be necessary partners. Yeah, I mean, if you if people, but I think that's the problem too. People, you know, think that okay, relationships are solely people that you are being physical with you can have a toxic friendship and we all have that one friend that we try to kick it still with for sentimental reasons but if they're not you know doing their friendly duties and whatever you base off your friendly duties because everybody has different levels that's when you know you got to go i have a tendency of just ghosting a person yeah me too i'm a gypsy It's like, yeah, like you can only leave that door open so long for mistakes and errors where it's just like, you know what? Nah. And oh, my God. Funny, funny thing. A guy friend that you and I know recently tried to say that I'm a toxic friend because, Um. a.k.a. I don't call them. Girl, you know me. I don't call nobody. The phone works the same. Exactly. I'm just, I'm just not a very, like, phone person, honestly. Because every time I try to call people, they're busy. 
I might text you every once in a while, but I don't need to call you on a regular. I don't need to text you every day so you know that we're friends. Like, I support your crafts. I'll If I'm not blocking you from Instagram or Facebook, like, we're still cool. If I'm inviting you to places, we're still cool. So I don't understand when people say, like, oh, you're a bad friend because you don't call me up every day. There comes to a time where people have lives. Real friends don't sweat you about stuff like that. So that. maybe you guys are not really friends. Well, here's the thing. I think also this person in particular wanted something more and was getting kind of jealous mm. and could understand the fact that I saw things as plutonic. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm not being physical with you at all, if you come kick it at my house and I make you stay on the couch, mm. and your I friend don't invite, zone. Y- your friend zone, and you need to accept that. Like, you can't be mad and try to say it's something else because you can't handle the rejection. That just only makes your the friendship toxic from the get-go. Because now you're trying to keep tabs on what I've done, what I've not done, what I do, or what I don't do for you. You say I use you. I can't stand friendships like that. You don't have to see the person every fucking day to know that they're appreciated of a friendship. Right. If I'm calling you, you know, distressed about something, and even though we don't talk every day, like, that's still me pouring my heart out to you because you're a friend. Uh-huh. That's what you're supposed to be there for. Right. Friends are allowed to vent to each other. But people get misconstrued when they, you know... Particularly men, I feel like, can't just accept when a woman wants to be friends with somebody. Shame, shame, shame. And that's just we can't a- all fuck each other, guys. We can't. We can't. Some of us you gotta reserve as friends, okay? And sometimes it's <laughs> worth that. God. Like, don't mess up a good friendship because you wanna fuck your friend so bad. Be happy that she's the like she's that person. Like, you could say that you, that she could say, like, he's the last guy standing as a friend. Like, you're more consistent than the men that I keep in my life. Yeah. That's how, I think that's how guys have to perceive friendships with women. Because it just makes it too toxic where you can't separate your feelings from the friendship. Like, you make it worse on yourself than on the other person complicating things that don't need to be complicated at all speaking about complications girl huh you know what time it is oh shit days for cool days sexed and confused you know it dazed sexed confused dazed sexed confused I don't know what else. I don't know what to start with. But since we are talking about toxic relationships, breakups, getting under new people, the hip-hop world is mourning today that Travis Scott and Kylie Jenner are no more. They are now walking. They are taking a break, according to sources on TMZ. They are taking a break. I mean, I just saw the documentary of Travis Scott on Netflix. I honestly, I'm, 
you know me, I'm not really all for the Kardashians, but there was something about Kylie and Travis that I liked. Because unlike her sister's public relationships, they were semi-kind-of-private. They didn't have to put a clout on their relationship. Not to mention they have a very cute, adorable baby. Right. Whether or not Travis was cheating, I mean, that I guess we will never know, or maybe we will know. See, even the pipes agree. The (laughs) fucking pipes are agreeing with this. Travis needs to pull an offset and win his lady back. Because even people try to talk shit about Cardi being offset, and I think they're a beautiful couple, too, that try to make it work. I think they're real as fuck. And I think with Travis and Kylie, what they have is real as fuck. But now there's some groupie out there, of course. Oh, it always comes out. Girl, I mean, she got receipts. She got some receipts. Mm-hmm. She she was in, she was at his party. I guess Kylie was trying to ban it. She snuck into the party. She made it known on her Snapchat she was at the party. Then slightly throwing j- uh, shade at Miss Kylie about, like, you know, her baby daddy and, oh, you're going to go run back to him. And all I know is groupies need to learn their place. It comes with the territory. I know that. But, Kylie, don't take it serious, sis. You got the baby. You had the man. You had the hubby. Just, they need to work that shit out. Of course she gonna go back as her baby fucking dad. Like... It's not like she's just a female he fuck with. They have a child together. They have a child together. They have a family together. And speaking of, I found it very interesting, though. I um, I was reading on. Interesting enough, none of the Kardashian children who have split from their baby daddies have custody splits besides Rob and Black China. Mm. There is no custody, like, enforced custody battling besides Rob and Dream. I mean, uh, Robin and Black China for their daughter Dream, which I found was very interesting. But they are just not a civil couple. That's a toxic relationship for show. They don't Hell never, yeah. yeah, they don't never need to be together anymore. Like, not at all. Take that shit to the court. But yes, I, I'm actually kind of like, oh my god, you guys just did the cover of um, did a Playboy article, which I still haven't gotten to read yet. And now they're broken up or taking a break. But I really hope they get back together because, again, I think they have something that's real. You could tell that he loves the fuck out of her and she loves the fuck out of him. And that baby is just too cute to not have the both of them together. Right. Oh, okay. So I got two two bits of headlines. (laughs) They both involve guns. One took place in Florida. The other one took place in Louisiana. Which one do you want first? Let's go to Florida first. Oh, Lord. Okay. As of today, October 2nd, Florida dist- uh, Florida school districts are allowing teachers to carry guns. What? Yes. 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 11 school districts out of 39 school counties are utilizing the program to seek by seeking to arm their teachers. So, what's <laughs> the fine print on this? Girl... The fine print, it looks like, one, school employees who volunteer to serve in addition to official job duties or hi- or personnel hired for the specific purpose of serving as a school guard. Oh, wait, wait. I'm reading the wrong thing. Um, okay, so there's a, uh, a guardian program 
which allows um, school employees to bear a firearm. They have to go through a minimum of 144 hours of training. They have to pass a psychological and drug test. I I'm still just not with it. Me neither. I'm not with it Rem at all. Remember how I was saying how the schools are having evacuation drills for active shooting situations? Yes. I'm not with and that how, either. And how stupid. What if the student that wants to shoot the school up is sitting right there? You know the kid is going to be there. And then so the you just... And then now to add this onto the factor, like, first of all, people who are listening, if you're a program, I'm sorry, but like... I, I, I understand where people are like, this could be a good thing, this could be a bad thing. Honestly, it's kind of a bad thing because we've all seen the videos on social media where teachers lose their shit and start beating up a student. So now well, you gotta, what, if the, what if the teacher loses their shit and shoots themselves in front of the kids? That's what I'm saying. Like, there's not enough training hours. You can go through all the drug screening tests, psychological tests. The fact of the matter is, you never fucking know the person who's holding a gun if they are right in their mind and know right from wrong. And then what happens when you get that one trigger-happy uh, teacher who assumes that a disgruntled student is fumbling for a weapon and then they accidentally shoot the, mm -hmm. uh, the student? Because you know that's going to happen. Yeah. I'm going to predict it right now on the show. On October yeah. 2nd at 7.43 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, okay? So if this shit happens, I'm going to put it out there in the universe that I said it, that this shit is going to happen. You heard it here first. You heard it here Sapphire's first. Fire's airplane. I'm going to say it right now. Just like Yaz and I do not condone this whole give the blueprint of an evacuation. No. All they need to do in schools, honestly, is to teach kids how to defend themselves don't talk about the escape route plans you talk about the basics find an exit don't give them the blueprint so that this motherfucker whatever terror you know whatever child goes out and steals mommy and daddy's gun or gets a gun from any wherever they get them goes out and now knows the blueprint so now he's gonna make his own plan I was talking about this with a coworker. He even said what they need to do is just, instead of arming the teachers, they need to just have volunteers from like um, the police, naval, you know, naval army, trained, you know, servicemen and women. Volunteer servicemen and women who know exactly the rights and rights and wrongs. All these schools put money into sports. They're not going to put money into security. Well, that's uh, I'm saying, but that's probably the only way it's going to mm -hmm. change. It's the only. I think that's the only way we're going to see somewhat of a prevention happen. You can't arm these teachers. I'm sorry. I'm not with it. I would be more scared to know that my teacher has a gun because, again teachers lose their shit just like anybody else yeah okay we see it in the news every day you know uh, people shooting up their their co-workers because they got fired speaking of did you hear about that woman in la who went on a, ra a racist rant and then blamed herself for being drunk and being fired mm, wow oh yes girl Wow. This happened, I want to say, a week ago. This woman was 
crazy ass drunk at a CVS, goes on a rant saying, kill the, you know what, the black people, but didn't say black people. I don't even uh-huh. want to say the word. I'm trying to be like somewhat PC friendly. She's saying basically, kill all the black people. She said, um, and I quote, if there was a law allowing it to happen, I would gladly do it. Then proceeds to tell the person who was filming her to take her down her license plate and even admitted to being drunk. Now, mind you, this woman who did this tirade has worked on several major television shows as a costume set designer. Wow. Yes. And they are own people you look at every day. <laughs> and to make matters worse, this is not the first time she's done a tirade like this. Her and her husband back in 2017 um, had restraining orders from their neighbors for doing some outlandish racist shit. So this girl is way too comfortable. But you're going to blame alcohol and the fact that you got fired is what led you to go on a racist tirade basically saying you hate black people so much that you want it to be legalized to kill them. Yes. Yes. But we want to regulate vapes. That are killing people. Okay. Killing 17 Americans. But how many school shootings, how many shootings have we seen in the last oh, I don't know, year. I don't even want to say too 10 many. years. Okay. In the past One year alone. Many. We're all worried about the movie Joker coming out this weekend and it causing, you know, mass hysteria and going to inspire someone else to go crazy. But we also want to regulate vapes, but we're not regulating shit like this. Ass backwards. Fucking ass backwards. All right, here's the funny one. <sighs> yes, yes. Let's go to, was it Louisiana? Louisiana. You Southern okay. people are crazy. A Louisiana woman gets arrested after allegedly attacking her husband. We get this. A fucking Nerf gun. <laughs> a <What>? Nerf gun. <laughs> this woman suspected her husband of 12 years was cheating on her. Got arrested on Monday. And was attacking them with a Nerf gun. Her name is An Thi Pham. I-, I think that's her name. 40 years old, charged with domestic violence because she dis- she thought that her husband was cheating on her. I have never heard somebody. I want to know how the hell did she attack him with a Nerf gun? And what type of Nerf gun are we talking? Like I have a Nerf gun that actually shoots video as I mean, you're as you're shooting a person. Nerf gun that he can shoot back. <laughs> right. Let's let's make it a game of this. Hello. But <laughs> but like yes, there were four children present at the home. Mm. The woman was holding two plastic Nerf guns at the time of the confrontation with her husband, and the woman came clean and admitted she was angry because she found out. She said, um, yeah, she found out about his supposed infidelity. Supposed oh, wow. infidelity. I, I can't. Oh, wow. But again, I need to know, did you hit him? Did you just shoot him? Did you replace the Nerf gun bullets with something, you know, harder? Uh, 
Like, I, I need to know. And again, I have a Nerf gun that when you are, it, it gives you like the first person shooter and you can record it. So I'm like, did you did you have that type of Nerf gun? Because now I want to see the video. I want to see the video of this woman going crazy. Like, I need more. I need more to this story. Yeah. I need more to this story because this is fucking unbelievable. Like, now, now we're attacking husbands, cheating husbands with Nerf guns. Wow. I mean, granted. Well, I, I don't know. That, that's just, <laughs> it's silly to me. Oh, God. I mean, she, I mean, at least she didn't pour, like, hot grease, key up his car, that yeah. kind of shit. But yeah. a Nerf gun, I'm hoping to God she just hit him. Right. <laughs> Girl, so, why was this lady on a plane combing her wig? Wait, What? A lady was on a plane. She took her wig off and started brushing it on a plane. Where the hell is this? Um, they won't reveal the airline or the passenger, but basically everybody was. It, it was posted. <laughs> oh, excuse me. It was posted on a popular Instagram page called Passenger Shaming. Girl, I love that Instagram page. Yeah. So basically, a lot of the comments saying that it's disgusting. Hell yeah. What the fuck? And I agree. That's sanitary reasons. You're brushing your wig. We don't know. We're in an enclosed area for one. Yes. And then two, we don't know how clean your wig is. You know, you're brushing up dust and particles, whatever. There's a time and a place for that, honey. Hell yes. You know, my biggest annoyance, and I know they took a video of it because it's also on there, but over the summer, the man or woman who was using their feet to swipe on the monitor and on the plane. Oh yes. What? Oh yes. Go on that oh, go on that Instagram page. I I shit you not. And it's so funny because Naomi Campbell put out a video, you know, saying that she sanitizes everything on a plane and people were like, "Why do you do that? Planes are clean." No, they're fucking not. They don't clean that shit like that. They clean up the trash yes. and replace whatever they need to replace. Okay, and I let's face it, people. I've seen people using the trays, the tables to change their babies. Mm-hmm. And you're eating. You put your laptop on. I literally, when, even before I get on the plane, before I sit my ass down, I get wet wipes. Okay? And I wipe down everything. The handles the table, the headrest, the butt rest, like everything, everything. Because mm-hmm. I have seen too many fucking headlines where people are shitting on planes, pissing on planes, changing picking diapers, their picking their nose. People be sick. I mean, it, I bet you there's somebody out there who has changed a fucking tampon in their seat. What? Wouldn't put, would would put it past me. Okay. Literally. But yes, there was a video that went viral of a man or a woman's foot swiping oh the monitor. Goodness. Like, you are that lazy, you couldn't just bend the fuck over. You didn't look like your belly was, like, const- you know, constructing you from not. Well, in the defense for Asians or Filipinos, we be picking stuff up with our feet. Girl, I pick things with my feet, but that shit, that shit is nasty. You do that at home. 
You do that shit at home. You don't do. I don't know. I don't understand. When I go on a flight, I go. I'm trying to relax on vacation. I'm not trying to have anxiety to see the fuckery on planes. Like people have no home training. I swear to God, you go to an airport, nobody has home training. It's like all that shit went out the door. Oh, God. Like now I got to deal with smelly ass people. You got your kid that's fucking loud because you don't want to give him a toy to shut his ass up. And then what, you know what's also my biggest pet peeve is? What is it? Here I go with my ranting. I need people, and I know I'm going to get some shit for it, but not every animal on this fucking planet is a goddamn service animal. If I see another video, <laughs> if I see another picture, you're, there should not, no, this is not Dr. Doolittle's flight, okay? But listen, but listen, a lot of people are getting this shit on Amazon and, and fake-ass Of course. Everything, so everything is a goddamn why. service animal. Everything. Yeah. Everything is a goddamn yeah. service animal now. Where was I the other night? Oh my God, my dad and I, my daddy and I, we went to a play. We went to a play. First of all, these tickets are not cheap. It's a nice ass venue. Went to go see John Leguizamo's play um, two weeks ago. And shit you not, someone brought in their Cocker Spaniel. There was no goddamn badge. That dog was not a service animal. So why the fuck are you bringing it to the theater? If Fifi oh, can't yeah. stay home, then your ass don't need to be out anyways. Stay ass at home. Wow. Read a book. Watch this shit on Netflix. But I am so sick and tired of seeing people bringing in their goddamn quote-unquote service animals to every little fucking place. Leave Fido and Fifi and Fluffy and Pookie and Boo Boo. Just leave them the fuck at home. You heard it. Nobody got time for that. What if I'm allergic? And I actually am allergic to like dirty ass pets. That dander is no joke. Stay the fuck home. <laughs> okay, okay, rant's over. Okay, over. Over. Now to the good part. I am really bummed because you would have fucking had a blast. Your girl was lucky enough to be one of the first, first people patrons of the very first cannabis cafe here in LA, let alone Ooh. in America. Okay. All right. Shout out to Lowell, uh, Lowell Cafe. It's in West Hollywood here in um, LA. Very first ever cafe restaurant where you can smoke, you can eat, drink, and be high. Okay? It okay. was fucking amazing. Let me tell you, they, first of all, I've been messing around with Lowell Farms products for years. They've been open, they've been around since 2017. Um, people may recognize their brand in particular because they have uh, joint packs that are almost like cigarette packs, but they're actually joints. And they range from like 10 little mini cones to like six little joints to six, like eight long joints. It's great. Not to mention their flower is just amazing. It actually... When I buy weed, I, they say it's like Tangerine Dream. I want it to taste like Tangerine. Mm-hmm. Okay, nothing irks me more when I'm smoking weed that literally just tastes tastes the same. Like, no. Strains have taste, and I want to be able to taste the strains. So shout out to Lowell Farms because they're doing it right. Very first ever cannabis cafe. Let me break it down for you. So if you are trying to go, first of all, you got to be 21 and over. 
And it doesn't matter if you have a medical card or not. You have to be 21. And I like how you're holding that mic. <laughs> like a dick. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I, I was messing up your plug. No, no, just... no, you good, you good, you good. I think they'll like this. But yes, you got to be 21 and over. Um, doesn't matter if you are a medicinal card holder or not, but you got to be 21. You can use card and cash. I am sick of hearing and reading the reviews. You can use card and cash to purchase your weed. Now, what you can't do or what they're not encouraging to do is, you know, whatever you have left over don't try to take it home kind of thing. Okay. Don't be stupid. Okay? I was like, my biggest fear was, please, weed smokers, do not fuck this up for us because this is just a great experience. And even if you're not, like, really a cannabis, like, you don't smoke weed or you don't consume in any type of CBD, THC at all, it's still worth the experience, to be honest. Um, you can only smoke in an area of the cafe which is outside so it's not like you can go inside and smoke per se they have bongs they have pi uh, paper and girl you know my ass don't be rolling it was so funny the rolling papers come to the table of course bestie says this girl can't even roll for shit i don't know why you guys brought this out but it was cute and i mean they give you the cutest little filters so they give you rolling papers filters they have rolling machines on deck. If you want to roll up your own weed, you can bring your own weed and pipe. There is a $20 service fee for that. So just be on the, um, just keep that in mind. But they okay. do offer, like I said, free paper. They offer bong rentals. I did the bud vase, which is awesome. It literally looks like a vase, but it's a bong. It's great. They have their own authentic water um, gravity bongs. High as a kite. Warning, they got a dab bar. So if you are going to dab, please get a designated driver. I don't know how people can dab and drive. Like I, either. Like, I, I would need an Uber to take my ass home, and I would probably fall asleep on the way home from that Uber. The food is not cannabis-infused. However, they do sell edibles and other prepackaged goodies. So you can buy, like, um, a cannabis, like, soda, can buy weed brownies they do have cannabis infused food i mean um they do have edibles but they're not part of what the chef prepares and i gotta say shout out to chef andrea drummer that girl can throw down in the kitchen i mean everything on the menu pairs very nicely with the flour that they provide and you have a bar you have a flower uh tender you have a flower host and you have a waitress that will take your food order and your weed order. They come out very professional. I mean, it's beautiful. Footage is on my Instagram, at Ms. Radio Sapphire. I'm telling everybody, you have to check it out. But, morning, they're like low-key booked for like a month or two. Nice. They're booked. So That's nice, though. Be prepared. Be prepared. They do encourage walk-ins. It's open from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m., and they do have a last call for Bud, and that's at 9.50. So you okay. have enough time. Like, people ask me, like, oh, well, what if I miss the cutoff? You won't be able to purchase after 9.50. So if you bought your weed before and you're still, like, having your reservation, they, you could still smoke um, after the last call. You just can't buy anything after the last call. That's all you got to know. And you will only have about two hours at the table. 
So get comfortable, get cozy, but they won't kick your ass out at a certain time. Keep that in mind too. But girl, we, we gotta go. Yeah. I I, I I want to. It looks great. Yes. It sounds great. <laughs> it's uh I mean, our homegirl Lotus Lane, she went yesterday. Okay. And I was talking to her. She loved it. It was absolutely fabulous. Like I haven't heard any of our friends who have gone or people that we know or you know, um, that have not been disappointed that haven't been disappointed. I already said I want to come back. Okay. So okay. again, shout out to my my flower tender, Miss Katie. Shout out to Ani. Shout out to uh, Chef Andrea Drummer. Again, everybody is the shit there. I can't wait to go back and do events there with them because it's just, oh my God. It's so, it's such a dope atmosphere. The music is on point. The food is on point. The weed is on point. They will be starting to serve beer and alcohol, I believe, at the end of the month. Okay. But honestly, I was so high, I didn't need it. I just need my water. I had water and... enjoy the fact that you can smoke weed openly and have a snack. Yes. And the cool thing is, too, like, it doesn't really smell. Like, it doesn't have that thick aroma of weed all over the place because they have these, like, heavy-ass ventilation systems as if you're in Vegas. Mm -hmm. So everything's filtered really nice. Gotcha. So you're not, like, you know, unbearably, like, you know, coughing through... Now, you will get contact high, you know, sitting around with people. Like, as soon as I sat down and this girl was smoking a joint next to me in the table, I was getting that contact high. I was like, oh, yeah, girl, blow it my way until my weed comes. Like, I'll, I'll, do, I'll return the favor later. Okay. <laughs> so, it was great. But, you know, the cool thing is also is that the crowd is so mixed. So, they were like, these women, they were probably in their, like, late 50s, early 60s having coffee and smoking their butt. Nice. That sounds like the life right there. Right? So you can learn from the, like, OG smokers to the newbie smokers. You can all just, like, trade each other's, you know, smoke secrets. Like, what gets you high? Yep. It's great. It's great. And you never know who's going to stop by, which is great, too. I would love to have listed all the people that I saw the night, but chances are they probably don't want to be associated because I didn't see any of them tagged. Gotcha. So, therefore, like I said, you never know who's going to stop by at Lowell. But, girl, you just let me know when we go to L.A. so we can um get us a table there again. Sounds like a plan to me. Because it's a party. It's a party. So, definitely go check them out. Go follow them at Lowell Farm, at Lowell Cafe. And, again, if you want to just see the footage, hella people have been commenting. I'm happy to answer questions, too. But definitely check them out at Lowell Farms and... Like I said, footage is on my Instagram at Ms. Radio Sapphire. Yes, you got anything else to wrap us up with? Or I mean shit. We went we went ham today. We went in. Yeah. I mean, long story short, end of the lesson. Toxic relationships. I thought my titty popped out. Toxic. I thought so too. <laughs> I'm just wearing a bra, you guys, if I if I get to paint a picture. But toxic relationships at the end of the day. If you're not happy, express it to your partner. Why deprive both of each? Why would you deprive each other of happiness? Because you just want to stay for the cloud of it. Because everybody in your friend circle is stuck in a relationship. Nah, cut that shit off. If it ain't, if it's not working for you, cut it off. 
and give yourself you time to, to heal. Cut it. <laughs> you need to cut it. Yeah, give yourself some time. It's okay to be alone. Being single is not a bad thing. And being single with options, if you know what I mean, that ain't a problem either. Consider that practice for the next person. Yeah. That's all that is. And if you're like me, being, you know, poly, just know what you want and understand, too, it's not for everybody. It is. You think it's emotional, just one person, try to deal with, like, five, six, seven other people in a relationship together. It's a lot. But take care of yourself. Know what's know what you want. Take that time to heal, and then, you know, ease yourself into the next relationship. If they're worth it, they'll understand. They'll wait for you. I ain't got nothing else to say. That was deep. <laughs> I know. I never. I usually never say that shit so deep. Oh gosh, we'll just end it right there. Well, yes. yeah. Where can they find you at, Boo? Um, I have two Instagrams, my fit and dirty. Like I said, it's fit and dirty and it's kink city. Boom. And you can find me at Ms. Radio Sapphire on Instagram and make sure you drop us some love on the Apple podcast or wherever you're listening to leave us some love. Give us that five stars. Also Lincoln bio coming up. There's so many different projects. So definitely on my IG, click on those links. Click on those links. And let's get me to 10K, goddammit. You got to show some titties, probably. I probably might have to. I mean, <laughs> I'll do one one big one and a censored zero on the titties and be like, 10K. Oh, my gosh. I mean, right. man, maybe I got to start sending more splash waterfall pictures. Ooh, okay. Maybe okay. that will be everybody's incentive. But I remember, <laughs> I remember this fool, not to digress, this one guy. I was like, oh my God, that is so disgusting. I was expecting something else. I was like, motherfucker, you're not seeing my pussy. You're seeing the evidence of what came out of my pussy. Yeah, you need your own hashtag and everything. Oh, Lord. Make it a movement. Saf 10K. See, the Rusty Pipes are agreeing once again. Get her to 10K. We won't do the Rusty Pipes no more. All right. Everybody remember that safe sex is the best hot sex. And until next time, good night. That was the show, all you sexy motherfuckers out there. Now remember, Ms. Radio Sapphire on Instagram, Twitter. For more earplay fun, go to iTunes, Podcast.